welcome to the Borealis Experience. I'm your host, Aurora, and I'm so excited that Kaleem Sikander took the time to, yeah, be with me today on this episode. He is a dear friend of mine, a strong inspiration, and um, he also does incredible work uh he is a spiritual leader he organizes men's circles he's very active member in his community and he not only helps men to heal um he also supports women and facilitates like the communication between men and women like to make it easier to make the gap that he sees the tension between men and women like smaller lower i'm so happy to have you here i'm so excited to learn um from you and i would love you to share like the the one or two things that you have learned when it comes to healing the masculine ever since we we last spoke i think it was back in i don't know june or july that we last met and i'm sure that there's many things that you could share with my audience when it comes to healing the masculine bettering the relationship between men and women welcome kaleem sikander Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. I am so happy to be here. And as you said, you know, we're, we're such great friends and this has been such a lovely experience uh, to be on this journey with you. Uh, we have grown together and I just want to for sure share everything that I have learned. And I'm hoping that this conversation actually is two friends coming together, but that really care about our communities will allow other people to open up with their stories and have conversations with us. And we truly invite conversations and communication. That is what this episode is about. Um, and we really care. Um, I, I love to a fault, but I, it's okay to love. And that's, and that's where I'm going to go ahead and start with that. Allowing, giving space for the masculine to feel that love, mm. to have that brotherhood, to get, those emotions flowing, let them know it is okay to feel and be vulnerable. Ooh, that is it right there. Most men do not have the opportunity to do so. Mm. They are told to hold their emotions back, to be big boys, to be men. And that is a disservice to the masculine. It truly is. So by organizing these divine masculine circles where you get to talk about your feelings, where you get to be in the presence of other men who want to heal, you're creating magic. You're creating the opening for issues that have been uh, locked inside to come forward in a space where you are not being judged, in a space where we know that words and actions matter. And we have come to a point where simply how we speak has changed. 
And I'm constantly teaching people about neuro-linguistic programming and hypnotherapy, about magic and shamanism, right? Because words are magic. Spelling is magic. That's why we say we're casting a spell. So my last circle was this culmination point of everything that I've learned the last three years holding these uh, circles of let's go ahead and break the spells that have been cast against us by us by other people let's start using words to empower and not destroy let's also start using words to create um, better relationships with people who have hurt you you know and let's go even further than words let's put intentions of love or even neutrality towards anybody that has done harm to you because there is no more reason to carry hate in your heart anger fear or start gossiping about somebody else let's take care of ourselves have i given you one or two things over there or is that many <laughs> mm, that was so good That was so beautiful. And I know like you're not done. You're just giving me a little bit of space to, to add to it. Um, yeah, I love thanks. when you say, I love when you say that um, suppressing emotions is doing a disservice to, to the masculine. I feel it's also doing a disservice to the feminine um, because what a man is basically doing is that he's, not allowing the woman to show him that she can support him as well, that she can make the space to listen to him and not judge him and to still see him as a strong rock in her life. So once a man can be vulnerable, he can also see in his woman, is she ready to hold space for me? Or is she severely triggered and gonna like judge the shit out of me and make me feel even worse, you know? Like reinforce the, hey, you gotta be strong. You gotta, uh, boys don't cry kind of thing. And it's uh, it, it gives the relationship so much depth and the man can see not only that he is growing, but the relationship is growing. Um, and the woman is growing once he learns to be totally authentic and transparent how he feels. Do you do you feel like I got I got it a little bit on the right path? Oh no no, not a little. hundred percent. And your response to what I said was amazing because mm. that's it. You just brought it together, the role of the masculine and the feminine and how the feminine can hold space for her masculine. And, and if she is triggered, now the feminine needs to look within herself, what part of her is hurting and needs help that she is projecting her feelings onto another man. Yeah. Um, and that's destroying the relationship. Yeah. This is it. This is, this is the work that all of us are doing. Yeah. Yeah. I want to ask you something. Thank you. Sure. So much. Uh, I want to ask no you because I can see a man opening up and a woman not being ready and then kind of punishing him for it. And if he's not a hundred percent 
um, in tune with how he feels or owns how he feels, he can start believing her and, and you know, making himself small again. Do you know what I'm, yeah. I'm trying to say? Like so often the I, woman is being put in a place where she is right all of a sudden. And then the man feels even worse than before when he's still suppressed. Um, mm -hmm. What? And now my question to you is it, what is it that men would wish that women would learn or you know, add or understand to, to make that happen or possible. So uh, make it happen for somebody to open up yeah, and communicate. You. Yeah. What is it that women can still learn in order for a man to feel safe? Hmm. I think um, what women can learn for, uh, one thing is that this understanding that men need to feel safe too. Mm -hmm. I, 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 you know, you asked me a question, but I don't think people understand men, oh, well, women, that a man needs almost the same kind of things as a woman does. Yeah. A, a container, safety, understanding, no judgment. You yeah. know, when these things are happening, when we're communicating um, certain vulnerabilities, many a times, It's coming from a place from childhood, from trauma. Men suffer from the many, many of the same traumas as women do, mm -hmm. right? Um, it does not matter. Um, so there is a part inside of them. It's that child that's hurting. And uh, I, I believe you may have discussed this before. We have an inner child that has all these experiences and that is calling out to be seen and heard and they're being triggered and when you are speaking from that inner child you want to be seen and heard it is it is so necessary to provide that child with safety mm. so just recognizing just recognizing that everybody is hurting mm. everybody is hurting i think there's going to be more compassion and empathy once we start seeing that all of us tr are trying to be better men and women Just beings, where, however you refer to yourself, which all of us are trying to do good and have empathy and compassion for each other. Mm. So beautifully said. I have to let that sink in for a moment. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're mm. welcome. And I would like to add especially from the work that I'm doing and that this is going to who I, um, I don't know who's going to hear this podcast. I hope many people will do. The men are doing the work. They really are. Especially the last three years when I started these, these circles, uh, it was, it was to heal internally because we know we have to do the internal work first. Forget about what's going on outside. Mm -hmm. Stop projecting your problems outside. See what the internal landscape is like and start working on that. Make yourself come to a place where there's harmony and peace within you. And once that happens, right, then you can go outwards and start dealing with circumstances outside of you, you know, um, starting to 
starting to help your friends out, help your family out, starting to help your community out. We're at the level now where we are helping. It's not just about internal work anymore. What can we do when we meet as brothers? And what can we do as we, when we meet as brothers to take this outwards into our communities, to take it to our spouses or partners if we have it? How do we help our children now? How do we help our neighbors out? How do we help our communities out? How do we go ahead and create more circles? And now that we're creating more circles, how do we do co-gender circles, right? Where men and women are coming together. All of this is in play. Everything is coming together and it's amazing. And uh, you, you hinted at this. The goal was, and this is, this is an applause. This is a congratulations towards the women because they have been doing the spiritual and mental, uh, emotional, mental work for a while now. You know, they have been more aware um, and a little bit uh, more on the forefront and progressive regarding this. So the circles for women were created much earlier than these uh, men's circles. It's kind, of, it's kind of time for the men to do the work too. Mm -hmm. you know? it's, it's not for punishment or anything like that. It's actually with honor and pride that, hey, we see you. We know how hard it has been. It has been hard for us too. So we're the ones who are going to go ahead and build a bridge to the feminine. We're the ones who are going to take the actions to bring the sacred union of the masculine and feminine into this world. It is happening. And whenever I speak, I only want to bring glad tidings. There is nothing negative that I want to share. We are moving in the right direction. Mm. Yes. Yes. I can feel it as well. And I'm, I'm so glad that you... Yeah, see it the same way and that more and more people are um, like feeling hopeful again. You know, that's, that's been a very long, dark age of the feminine and the masculine. And now we can see that they're slowly approaching each other and there's still, they're still not 100% trust, but there is the willingness there is uh, more compassion, um, more understanding. And it's, I feel it's the most exciting time to be alive. Um, I'm, I'm very excited for the next five or 10 years. Um, so when it comes to you personally, what was the, the most interesting thing that you've learned about yourself as a man in, we can say recent years, recent months. Um, if anybody has listened to the last episodes with um, Kaleem, he went through a lot <laughs> to say the least. And you've done a lot of healing um, ever since. And, and what would you say was the most, yeah, empowering, interesting thing that you've learned um, about yourself um, while doing the work? Mm. So my work has been with the masculine. We talk a lot about the masculine with me, right? The interesting thing, and I'm going to go ahead and let's talk about uh, this year, was my, my outlook of the feminine. How when I, when I see the feminine, I see... Um, all her aspects, 
the mother maiden crone, but let's translate that to um, her being a lover, a sister, you know, all aspects, a, um, a, you know, a friend, how to see her in all her lights, not putting her on, on a pedestal, not, you know, making her look evil for being a sexual being and just seeing, seeing that she's a woman. And as I started doing that, as I started developing these strong connections with feminine leaders in my community and beyond, including you, it's just been amazing, you know, just to have that trust and love and friendship and partnership and to show up as men and let them see me as a man, as a protector, it has empowered me. Mm. Other, right? It's empowered me because they see me. And, and I want to add to this, and for the women, what, what the feminine leaders have done, they started seeing men. They started acknowledging them. And just because they started seeing the men and acknowledging them, I started seeing these young men and older men who have been doing the work all of a sudden feel so strong and empowered because somebody gave them attention, positive mm-hmm. attention saw them for being a man. And as soon as somebody saw them as being a man, they started becoming the men they wanted to be. It was, that was the bridge. And, you know, I went on retreats and, uh, you know, held space as a spiritual counselor for three, four days at a time. And I was like, oh my God, I'm seeing the switch. I'm seeing how the women are recognizing that they need to trust more. And because of that trust, the men are doing better. And then the men are showing up even more. And it's been excellent. It's been absolutely excellent, and I've been so happy. So the other part to that is, as I started seeing the feminine the way I do, I I started having this empathy and started seeing the feminine inside of me. Been really been working within the feminine inside of me, and all of a sudden this empathy being like, if I was a woman, this is how I would want to be treated, right? It's not it's not this other anymore. I see her in me and this is what I want for myself too. And there is such empathy there and such compassion because I can't be in, in your shoes. And it goes further. How would I want to raise the daughter? How do I want to raise the next generation? I now know and I can feel it. I can be it. And I love it. I love being in touch with my feminine. And mm. the only way I was able to do so was because I was working on my masculine and the masculine has given space for that feminine to come forward. Wow. And, ah, what a shame. My listeners can't see your face while you're (laughs) speaking these words, but I can, I can feel that energy. I can not only hear, but I feel the authenticity of your growth. And this is incredible. Like this is so precious and beautiful and, Just sharing that will serve so many people. It's going to bring so much value to people's life because you healed inside of yourself. And now when a woman was showing up authentically and, and, you know, bright and loud and expressive, you didn't feel threatened anymore. You didn't feel the need to judge her or to suppress her and control her anymore because you were 
like grounded in your own masculinity. And this is when you can allow all this. You are not in fear anymore. You are in pure love. And that mm. is such, such an accomplishment. If we want to talk about accomplishments, that's, uh, that's incredible. Um, such, such powerful work because it's going to connect you to even more people now. Cause yeah, you inspire men and you are so trustworthy and, and strongly connected to more women than ever. That is, um, yeah. Magical. <laughs> oh, that is so, there, so good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, um, many things that I'm saying are about me holding space internally and externally at the same time. So when I said, when the masculine holds space in a loving, protective way, I meant it that my feminine was able to come out. Mm. right because I was working with the pure divine masculine energy allowing my feminine to come out the divine feminine balancing both masculine and feminine coming into union you can almost imagine it's a dance all the qualities they're not the masculine and feminine that we think about these are qualities of of divine of god of universe and all of it's it's being channeled within us and this rising and it's coming together in partnership. Um, and then what has happened then working with men and women, especially women, I don't teach about the divine feminine or how somebody should be more feminine, right? All I do is hold space as a masculine to allow the feminine to emerge. Mm. She'll teach herself. Mm -hmm. She just needs space. Yeah. She just, that's all she needs. She needs protective space, mm -hmm. loving space to be her. And that is it. Oh. And this is this is what we're doing now. <laughs> I have goosebumps all over. I have goosebumps all over because this is so, this is what the feminine is longing for. You know, being suppressed, oppressed, raped, manipulated for so many decades and misunderstood. And then now there's men like rising up who actually allow us to express ourselves and who hold space and protect us. It's, um, it's such a, a, a liberating feeling. It's incredible. Like this is so mm. cool. This is so cool. I, um, I also want to acknowledge the, especially the feminine leaders who have been doing this work. And I know you, you have encountered many, including again, yourself, where you had to um, tap into your masculine of holding space for yourself, knowing that you are safe, that you're allowed to express yourself. It didn't necessarily come from an outside force again. No other man told you how to be feminine. Mm -hmm. you know it was the feminine the who were like well i need to know about masculinity so that my feminine can do the work always giving back credit where where it belongs all yeah. of us are doing the work equally you know yeah. but it is very true though now that men are learning how to hold that space uh, and when it comes to um relationships and things this is where the polarity comes in And when we start learning how to hold space as, as masculine, how to express ourselves as feminine, we can change the polarity 
then somebody can hold the feminine space uh, when they normally hold the masculine space mm. and vice versa and go back and forth. And we learn, we understand. We don't have to take the same role at all times. Yeah. Yeah. No, that totally makes sense. And then to put it like into very simple words, we're not born with a manual. We're not born like, you know, with a script where we know, ah, this is who I am. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I feel we all unlearn for a little bit who we are. We're trying to be somebody else. We try to fit in. And then the work that you are doing and that you help people with is reminding them of who they are and going back to that and incorporating like the feminine and the masculine being both and knowing that yeah. if, if a woman like totally emerges into the feminine and is now only in the feminine, it is not going to be easy for the men because now he has to be all masculine and he can't be feminine. Like to know that every individual has to, to hold space for both energies um, because mm -hmm. you can't use your partner to do the work for you. Um, I feel that's, that's, yeah, so important uh, what you just mentioned. Um, I'm just thinking of the very, you know, the men who grew up, in a very harsh environment, the men who maybe had role models that were very stoic and, you know, very closed up and I got to be the provider and um, I'm just going to do my work and the woman is going to take care of raising the, the children. If a guy, let's say the son of this very stoic man, now wakes up and realizes, okay, well, this was my role model. I'm kind of tapping into the same direction, but I'm feeling that there is more out there. I feel I want to embrace my feminine more. I want to see that masculine is not about being harsh and aggressive. Um, like if he starts to see that, what would you recommend could be the first steps into the new direction do you know what i'm i'm trying to ask i i am yeah, yeah absolutely and um you know the obvious answer seems to be go ahead and meet with men who are like-minded uh -huh. right yeah. this is this is where the this uh community work comes in why we do a lot of this work in a group because it is meant to be done in a group. This is, this is how the healing occurs. Um, so for sure, that, that is step one. But how do you do that? Because there are so many places out there that do not have these circles, that they don't have communities like this. Yeah. It's very hard right now. You know, you, it's very, very hard to find a circle like mine. I am so lucky that I know many men who are doing the work like me. So I can recommend them out in New York City. There's somebody in Nicaragua. I know of other bigger groups. First thing is I, I, I would go back to what I did. I took a journal and started writing down what does it mean to be a man, right? Started looking at qualities of, I saw, oh, he's a protector, you know, and that energy 
is not used to violate anybody. It's used for care, for kindness, for the betterment of this community, right? Yes, there is a destructive quality also, but destruction is only used so that good things can come in. Mm. Um, a man is not constantly in competition, and competition is not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, but I'm, but when he encounters another man or a woman, as you had just pointed out, there there's no uh, no trigger there, there's no threat. It's cooperation. So I started writing it out in a journal. What does it mean to be a man, right? Mm. And then when you have these qualities out and you live in integrity, where you said, this is what it means to be a man. You start living like a man. Trust me, everything that you need will come to you. Your vibration, your being changes. I promise you, just go ahead and start it. The people that you need, the friends, the family, the help, the services, whatever it is, it will come to you. It really, truly will. Mm. Yeah, you truly got to trust it and then just go ahead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a lot, of, a lot of surrender to what I just said right now. <laughs> and there's going to be a lot of resistance with people are he's like, no, how? I was like, no, believe it. There's, there is something out there, the collective conscious, as we call it, that is a blueprint out in the world that is already established for us. You could reach it through meditation, through chanting, through just being at peace. Go in nature and bring it down into your body. Mm. It is ready to be tapped in. Mm -hmm. We are very magical beings. And, uh, you know, we do a, we're, we're doing a lot of shamanic work in these circles. And I'm referring to my fellow healers and leaders, the feminine and masculine, We're tapping into the land. We're tapping into our ancestors. We're tapping into processes that we have forgotten. We're at that point where you have rightfully put out there of forgetting, rewriting things that were taught to us in this timeline so that we could remember the things that we have forgotten. Mm. Such important work. Such important work. And this is how, yeah, evolution is possible, right? To do what our ancestors, yeah, maybe didn't have the tools to do, the time to do, the energy to do. And now we're here and we take everything that was good and we're able to let go what was not serving us anymore and, and move on together. This is... Um, Yeah, like I said earlier, it's it's going to be very juicy, interesting times here coming up. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have said this, unless something, some thoughts coming to your head right now. No, no, no. Like, keep going. No? Okay. Yeah. Um, I have said this, and you're, we're so tapped in right now. So you're talking about the things that I've been talking about, and we're on the same wavelength. Um this technology, all these tools that we have been given, all of it is just helping us. It actually is giving us more time so that we could spend in meditation, in nature, just connecting with ourselves. Uh, we live in a relatively, at least in the United States and Canada, 
a safe environment. We are not at war, such as you know in in the Middle East. We have safety of our homes. For most people, I am we're very very blessed. I have to look that. I know things need to change, and the environment is very heated right now. But there is space to have any religion, have any spiritual practice, have time for ourselves, and not be in constant fear. Mm. We're going in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, and that hopefully is going to work as a you know ripple effect to affect the areas on this planet that are disrupted right now, that are at war, in a positive way. Yes. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. Yes, and I love that you said that. Take care of you first. Take care of your family, whatever that looks like. It could just be your animals, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But take it from there. Ripple out. Take care of that small community that you belong to, your neighborhood. It really is going to affect everything at a global level. Yeah. No, I totally believe that and and I see it the exact same way. I have um I have one last question for you. Yes. What is it that you are working on right now? What is it that you still want to get better at? Learn, um understand um yeah. You seem pretty evolved. You seem pretty centered. Um, mm. But I'm I'm always curious to know what what people are like. Where do you put your energy into right now when it comes to your your work on yourself? Okay, um, work on myself mm -hmm. or with community or both. With yourself. Mm. So my, my work on myself really has to do with understanding that I'm a human being, right? And that I'm going to continue to have triggers and trauma will be coming up. And lately that has been happening. So if something happens and it puts me in a spiral, I have recognized that I've developed all these tools. So even if I was in it for two weeks, and I'm being very sincere about this, something of that nature would have put me in the hospital, would have made me suicidal, or I would have done something to harm myself. So I have to recognize my humanity in this, that I'm still a teacher, a healer, that I can do this work and, and be gentle that I get triggered or I fall into trauma. And then I have to recognize that because I am helping other people do this and I'm continuing to do the work myself, it's, it's layers upon layers of healing. I'm going deeper than before. I'm not a failure. I'm getting to the core. This is what shadow work is. And I am, I am so open to it. And there, there have been times where I'm like, no, I don't want to do this. I don't want to, I don't want to do transmutation. I don't want to do shadow work. I thought I was over it. I want it to be more gentle. It's, it can't, you know, it's not gentle. It's very rough, but I can be gentle with myself as I experience these things. Mm. That was the cherry on the 
whipped cream on the cake. <laughs> nice. <laughs> because uh, first of all, you you brought it to light right away. It was not hard for you to think about it. And and second of all, I feel it is so important for people to see that we are all constantly evolving. We're all constantly going through, yeah, motions and struggles, no matter where we're at, you know, you seem very evolved and centered and grounded and, and glowing, but you still have stuff that makes you feel, yeah, that scares you at times that make you feel insecure at times. And for people to know that this is normal, that this will always be part of life, you will only have different tools available to get through them and you will believe in yourself more and you will be more gentle with yourself. Um, like you said, because I think as human beings, we think, oh, we got to do all these things and then we will never ever experience pain again. There will never be discomfort and this should be the goal. Any discomfort is a proof that I'm not doing it right. And, and then you punish yourself again. And um, especially like as a spiritual leader, like you are someone who's a strong role model. Um, it is so tough to go through a rough phase because you feel like, no, I got to be out there, inspire people, empower people. I can't be, uh, you know, in pain and, and, take time to just make sense of what's going on I have to be spot on all the time and um, I find it so beautiful that you were able to share this uh, with us because it's it's important to know that suffering is part of human nature and um, it's it's all about yeah being humble and surrendering and um, expressing it and trusting that it will just be temporarily. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you so much for, for sharing that with mm. us. I, um, uh, I'm going to, the words that have been coming up and, and the, my, my brothers, the people that I hold space for, they, I let them hold space for me. Mm. I, they taught me to surrender they have taught me to accept, accept everything that has happened to me. And even my, the youngest one that I have in my circle, 18 years old, he's such a teacher. He goes in and said, stop controlling, you know, Liam, stop controlling. Everything is fine. Let go of that control because we like to control so that we don't get triggered or traumatized because we've been triggered and traumatized so much. We, we control the situation and you know how that's going to apply. That's a whole other podcast right there. Yeah. So surrender, accept, stop controlling. And he's 18 years old and he's looking at me and he's like, I'm being serious. Not, I'm not talking about circle. I'm talking about life. I was like, I look at him. I was like, you're so wise. <laughs> you are so wise and you are absolutely correct. I'm, I'm learning these things with everybody. Mm. I teach them and they teach me. Mm. It's beautiful. <laughs> that is so beautiful. Yes, please. I want to, I want to record an episode with you about control, about surrender. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's going to be something. <laughs> yes, please. Um, thank you. Yeah, thank I'm you. ready. 
Thank you so much. Like that was uh, incredible, and I'm excited that we we will record that next one together. Um, is there anything you would like to share with my listeners? Um, and then please let us know where we can connect with you, follow you, mm -hmm. let it all out. <laughs> um, it just, I am so grateful to be here with you, with everybody listening. It really does matter to have a voice, to have a platform, to be able to express yourself. These are things that all of us are looking for. Um, these are my viewpoints. I know many people agree, but if you do not agree, I ask you to listen with an open heart, take what resonates and do not take uh, anything that doesn't resonate with you. You know, you, all of us are, are um, have free will. We are sovereign beings. And, you know, you have, an, you have an intellect, you have a mind, use it, use your heart, use all of you. And I encourage that. And I absolutely want to send my love out to anybody who is listening. Everybody, it does not matter. I am here. I have great intentions. And it is amazing to have my voice out there. Um, if anybody wants to reach out to me, I am very active on Instagram at The Path of Surrender. Um, I will be at a Tantra Shamanic Festival in Homestead, Florida, January 27th to 30th. Um, myself. My partner, Colleen, we're going to be serving as earth shamans during that process. There will be many Tantra shaman teachers over there. I get to see people from all over the world. Um, it's very inexpensive for what it is. And I'm ready to invite my tribe in and to meet people in person. Mm, that is so exciting. I will not be able to attend, but I'm so excited to maybe see pictures or little videos for when you're there. Um, yeah, it's called the Sola Luna Festival. Mm, beautiful. <laughs> ah, yeah. One day soon, one day soon, I'll make it down there, down south. Yes. Well, well we're, we're waiting for you to come and visit. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. And who is this gorgeous little fellow? This is Leo the Little Lion. Um, he, I just completed, well, I haven't fully completed a yoga teacher training. One day, he was uh, only seven weeks old. He just showed up at the yoga studio. Uh, he was not good at all. He was, he almost died. He had ticks and fleas and he had this rat poison on him so i hand fed him uh to get his strength back and now he is so healthy he's a little terror in my house um but i love him so much you know mm -hmm. it's so much that you can learn from animals and even though he's very vicious sometimes when you can see him he just wanted to be in the spotlight and jumped on the my lap and is wanting all this attention now <laughs> oh man see i didn't even recognize him i saw the pictures of the little one yeah, and he's now he looks so healthy and beautiful oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's a crazy kid. He thank you so much for for being here oh. for sharing everything you you shared with us and yeah we'll keep in touch thank you Much love. Bye-bye. <laughs>